0: Back to what have you. I'm Rachel Jankovic. I'm Becca Merkel. We are sitting here looking at a beautiful sunset. It is. On the very day when we were supposed to put out a podcast. (laughs) But it's a beautiful sunset. It is. So we'll just put it
1: out maybe in a second. And whenever it comes out,
0: you'll know that we thought of you on the day we meant to give a podcast.
1: (laughs) So here we are, Becca. Here we are indeed and in truth. I
0: put a post up on Instagram a couple of days ago, whenever, that I okay. did, uh, That that got questions that I thought to myself, we should talk about this on the podcast because oh, it's sure. the kind of answers that I think would be easier talked than yes. written. Yeah, sure. Where the tone of voice did can I play into it. I see your I don't know. I'm, I'm actually even going back to look at I it to make I sure I know what it was. It Instagram. was the one about joy uh, is... Oh, lead I with joy. Yeah, that, I saw that. Joy yeah. is better, more... It's more contagious. Yeah. Yes, and that joy is the thing that... So, there was a lot of things that came up in the questions. I was talking about a thing that we've totally talked about on the podcast before, which is the that when you're when you're in sin and you're like angry or petty or self-righteous or whatever nobody sh- like enters in with you to look at the object of your problems which is what you always think you're doing you think when you get all blessed or fussy at everybody mm-hmm. that they're going to notice what beasts they've been to you but they yeah. do not they notice You might
1: get a little cohort of people around you who, with you yeah who will do it with you but it's never the one But you don't actually it does not compel people it's the It's never the that ones that you're fussy at. Yeah, no. It's the verse about the wrath of man does not, not produce, produce the righteousness, the righteousness of, of God.
0: God. And every time, and I think the example that I used in the post was like that when I would get cheesed off at the kids for putting their backpacks and boots and stuff all over the entryway instead of where they were supposed to go. This is just an example. I'm not telling you that I'm universally getting cheesed off by this. But I'm saying it's well within the range of human possibility that I have sinned over such an issue as that. So, probably have. But that if I called all the kids together to be like, you look at this. Yeah. Look now at what you have done. The snow boot carnage the mess if i did that not one of them would be looking at the boots in shock they would no. all be looking directly at me yeah. and they would not look past me and they would they would only be there to watch the sad news that is mom's out of fellowship and not in the joy of the lord right now yeah exactly and you can feel it when it's happening i can feel uh-huh. when i am on an edge of not maybe giving the information with the tone of voice that I ought to be. Like yeah. I can feel when I'm getting... Let's be real. I can feel it. But also if I... About... About... I don't know. 10 to 12 inches before I feel it. Luke feels it. And gives me uh-huh. an eyeball. <laughs> am I... Yeah. I'm, well, am, I, am I being short? Or like... Am I uh-huh. being too snippy whippy, Or hard? Yeah. Or like whatever. And I should not be that way. Now... What came up in the questions was a lot of stuff that just made me think.
1: This is the kind of thing yeah, that we should talk about. Let me just throw this out as a teacher. I remember very, you know, like we've all had a million different teachers, some better than others. But the the thing that I think is fatal for a teacher to do is like you could have a kid who has been being a straight punk for three months and Mm -hmm. the whole class knows it you know yeah but the split second a teacher loses it or snaps on the kid or gets harsh or whatever the entire sympathy of the class Mm -hmm. reverts to the kid it's like they could know he deserves it and yet when the teacher loses you've lost control of your own spirit in the matter it's over yeah, like it is a, I think it is a fatal mistake in a teacher to get mad at a class ever, not to mention just a sin, but it's a tactical blunder. Okay, so some of the things that came up,
0: it's a tactical blunder, and this was the point of my post anyways, is Yeah, that leading with joy is a million times more effective. Yep. And now the questions that came up was everybody being like, But how? Because people think if you're leading with joy, that means not addressing the boots or the backpacks. Or Mm that the thought that everybody has is that when you say lead with joy, like you're actually saying, let's have a happy, clappy time where we don't acknowledge our, you know, like where we.
1: (laughs) No, the thing is, you could have,
0: (laughs) um, I'm sorry, texting (laughs) my kids are doing their advent surprise in the house. Well, and I said, "Text me a picture," and they oh. did text me a picture. Awesome. And, it, and the picture that they texted me is, in fact,
1: <laughs> it's good. It's, it it's a good it one. Up.
0: So I think the thing is,
1: <laughs> oh my word,
0: it's actually quite good. So uh, the today's surprise was a tray of eggnog and the glasses with the little straws, and I nice. put those. This is because I had them, not because I bought them for this event, just to be clear. I'm showing Becca a picture here. It was in the dryer. I Nothing did a I tray of the little battery votives and candles and a eggnog and a little Christmas Those tree. are a
1: risky move because who knows who could have thrown in their sweatshirt for it's a quick world. It's
0: wet clothes in there, and I closed the door, so they would have had to open it you know, they wouldn't turn it on. Um, I think, and I, well, it I was risky, it. I
1: but I could have broken some glasses. That's yeah, what could've. I could have done. Okay. Sorry. But us see uh, what I think is like, let's say you have, but let's I, say you have the mess in the, in the entryway and you were like, kids get over here. Do you see what happened? Yeah. You know, like you have that. You tone. are being thoughtless. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you so know. let's say you do that. The alternative is not, for you to just sw- smile weekly and pick it all. Up actually,
0: it's also actually why I said why I switched topic. Thinking about Advent is because that's a thing that we do. That's just joy. It's just a joy, delight, little thing that we do. And I'm not proposing that that's the only kind of parenting. No, no. That there
1: is. But you could also just as easily be like, "Hey, cheese balls, get over here and oh, pick up I your backpack." I don't backpacks. even know.
0: I don't even know how many times I'd be like, "Turkey people, get over here! <laughs> Who did this? What are uh, you thinking?" I mean, but but that's absolutely no problem. Like I struggle not at all to do that. Uh, When I know it needs to be corrected. If I have self-indulged myself in some testiness at
1: large, then all of a sudden you're not capable of doing But the other thing is that there are times when it's not just they were throwing their socks on the floor. But it's more like um, one of your kids is actually in sin. I'm not saying you should be flippant or dismissive or just laugh at it. There's plenty of times when you have to sit down and say, hey, let's talk about how we're doing. Even then,
0: you are totally leading with joy because you are always calling them to joy. Like, the thing that you're saying is repentance. I don't want you to repent because I'm trying to punish you just... Punish pain, but I'm
1: just saying you don't have to always be laughing at them. You can, no, you can all the time. We would be a serious talk where you're like, Hey, tell me how you are doing right now. Like, that's a perfectly appropriate thing, but it's just when you lead with grumpy town, you know, I am just gonna point out flaws and I'm gonna point out how your flaws have impacted me and how they impact your father who has been working hard all day, you know, like that is just. It yes. is never going to win their affection or loyalty, even though it and may win their compliance. And one of the other things that it's not going to do is refine you.
0: And, and this no. is this is a weird. This is a weird. Okay, so I'm just going to compare this to modesty issues that everybody talks. Well. Actually, modesty is the whole thing. I was going to say, Rachel, modesty. And you're really I know. I'm sorry. Traipsing Just out. Let's not worry about modesty, except for in this one way in which I'm talking about it, which is that it's bad for your own heart for you to be immodest. It's yeah. not about stumbling other people; you're disobeying. Yeah. So, in the same way that I'm saying it's not effective leadership, it's also really bad practice for you to indulge yeah. in uh, being all angry with everyone now I did notice I think there were some questions or comments somewhere about this that is like is it like someone saying I never realized it's a sin to be annoyed like that being annoyed is in itself sinful is something that a lot of people have never or like being I would say there's lots of emotional situations we can find ourselves in that Mm -hmm. are typically sinful like being really stressed out anxious, there's typically something in there that you need to confess. Or uh, if you are being annoyed at your kids,
1: I would say there's 100% something that you need to confess. I think we sometimes rename it because then it doesn't seem sinny. Um, You know, like
0: if somebody says,
1: if you say rage and wrath that sounds like a sin but if you say frustration that doesn't sound as much like that i'm just really frustrated with you guys right. because it's different than frustrated makes it feel like you're a little bit of a victim here because of yeah. the circumstances that were outside of you you know but i think just be be brutally honest with yourself because you would probably if your husband was looking directly at you being frustrated you would feel it you would feel it was a sinful attitude, and yep. so don't excuse in yourself what you wouldn't excuse in others. Were you to be on the receiving end? So let's talk about the fact that in our world, there's so much,
0: so many things. Man, the sunset just really—I can't is. stop. Like it's really just... going from glory to glory here tonight. So it is. the um, the thing that is that in our world, so being angry about the situation of having children. Like, angry that you have to change a diaper, frustrated that you are, like, you know when you see someone hauling a child around the grocery store
1: brusquely by an yeah. arm, Oh, I hate sighing that. maliciously <laughs> at them? She's out the window now, guys, taking a picture. That's yeah. why she faded into quiet.
0: Yeah, but it'll be the picture,
1: it'll be worth it because it'll be the picture for this episode.
0: Along with seeing it it is pretty good. It is amazing. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, like huffing and puffing with their kid, like that is, you're in sin. If you're doing that,
1: like. My worst one, my worst is when you see someone hauling a child out of church with that body language. But, like, how. (laughs)
0: Damn you <laughs> because, interrupt my worship because it does I seem was so like, righteous until you came you decided came along.
1: to give the whole church a little glimpse of your sin problem as you stalk out the side door with a kid by the arm you know it's like ooh i think the whole church again tactical blunder the thing is the whole church doesn't look at your kid and think oh man what a bad child they're like oh Yeah. There goes the mom what brewed that up all by herself. I mean, it really is that way. Yeah. Now, there, you have a child. I have a child. Outside the window. I have a child.
0: Yes, love. You may. Did you have a good advent treat? Yes. Yeah. Oh, pretty good times. Um. So, the, oh, sorry, I'm losing all the trails of thought. So, that was a common question. The other thing was, how do you deal with how do you deal with something like does God? Because someone said, "Does God do this to us?" And I think, yes. Like all, oh, like open your eyes to God's world and what He's given us. And and uh, Psalm the twenty six that will show me the path of life in Thy presence is fullness of joy, and at Thy right hand are pleasures forevermore.
1: You know, though <clears throat> there is a certain sort of uh, it's a certain kind of personality maybe or a sort of a hard little walnut soul that actually thinks that God is the person giving parking infractions to people all the time and the thing is and always trying to achieve his pleasure as though he is not a God of so much mercy this is sort of a by the way but it illustrates the point i think i mean you and i are calvinists right so we do believe that doctrine but i saw somebody posting away posting their little heart out about how actually Arminianism is heresy. Because if you boil it right down, then what they're saying is works, righteousness, and justification by works, and that is a false and satanic gospel, which basically means if you're an Arminian, you can't go to heaven. I mean, like, he actually concluded that. And the funny part to me is it's like, do you... Like, the logic whatever you ran the logic out and I might not even quibble with your with your conclusion about the implications but here's what you forgot in that we are saved by grace alone not by our understanding of grace alone Mm -hmm. and people can be saved by grace and actually be muddled up because the thing is is We're saved by grace, not by our ability to pass a theology exam. It's not like when we get into heaven, we're going to have to write a quick synopsis. And the funny, what
0: makes it so funny is that, that it's just another one of these senses of perspective issues. Because you're like, so the human in all of time and space and history that has had the best, most accurate theology has still known very little. Yeah, So the idea that like dotting our I's and crossing our T's is the way that we're going to earn salvation or get to
1: salvation is hilarious. Well, but it's, it's extra funny when it's somebody who's condemning you for not being on the doctrines of grace. It's like the work that I trust in is my theology. My brain work. My brain work is the work I do. And, And the problem is, is I, I might actually agree with him on paper about all the doctrines but like your whole mood is wrong fredo yeah.
0: and there's also a huge part of forgetting that we serve a god who is mighty to save and who does as he
1: pleases in that regard like who can save people who are not on it yeah and <laughs> i think i'm in i'm using that sort of comparison cuz i think somebody can have all of their theological points might be perfectly ironed and starched and and folded neatly right. it's just that they don't see what that means which is something so much bigger and more joyful than just this little cranky you know I've got well, all my like eyes it's sort dotted of, and yeah, teeth crossed sort of the
0: same thing happens when women are have some elaborate scheme in their head about how because I'm honoring God I care for our home I'm a keeper of the home. And my children must honor me and my keeping of the home. Like they can make a monumental thing out of something that is Mm -hmm. not a monumental thing. There are places where like the idea of let's be tidy and organized because that will glorify God. Eclipses the real life of the people that
1: need to be there. Like like it just totally swallows up. Well it's. It comes down to sort of like, does the gold sanctify the altar or does the altar sanctify the the gold? Is the Sabbath made for man or man for the Sabbath? Yeah, because you could articulate perfectly how your housekeeping is your calling and how it is meant to glorify God and how this is your role and and your children need to honor the law of their mother. You could get every single piece of that out perfectly and and you could have your house feel like a prison camp to all the people in it because you got the letter of the law and you missed the spirit entirely. Well, it's sort of like, you know, I think I've used this for other things,
0: but it's just true. Anyways, so I'll say it. It's like if you were going to make a custard. It matters how the eggs go into that. Oh, sure. Like, you can make a hot milk with scrambled eggs I was exploding. wondering where
1: were you, you were going to go yeah. because I use custards as a metaphor in my mind. Do you? For other things, but it wasn't this. So, this go way. ahead. Go for ahead. For me, it's
0: just like there are some things that are like if you're not tempering the, yeah. the heat of your <laughs> ambition for your home and your plans for what you're doing it for and you're if you're not tempering that in a gracious way into the life of your children then I'm and I'm talking about here how you need to slowly add some of that to the eggs yeah if you just crack eggs into your hot milk soiree you will have <laughs> scrambled, scrambled eggs, eggs floating in milk, in milk. <laughs> sweet milk but it'll be but it'll be still a bad egg in it it'll be no good and Uh, so the the thing is that I'm trying to say is that it matters that you are tempering things in well if I do all these things and have not love it's worse than you know it's like and the amazing thing about that passage is it goes all the way to if you are martyred yeah And being martyred is sort of the ultimate thing to do. And so if you get, if you get martyred and have not love, it is worthless. And I think, you know, that says how serious we are about this. Yeah.
1: And so it, it is like a recipe in that because, you know, you can, you can make chocolate chip cookies with a wooden spoon where you try to beat an egg into a butter and make pills in the egg. Or you can actually cream it with the sugar first and then add the egg. And you might have put all the exact right ingredients in. Yep, but a different formulation gets a different result. Yeah, it actually is gonna turn out a very different product. And so if you say no, but I put in the exact same amount of butter and egg and sugar. the same ingredients.
0: It's like yeah, but the the process was different. Yeah, because if you say we were putting, I put dinner on the table every night for my kids is a completely different thing than I put dinner on the table every night and we fellowship around that. Right. It's totally other operations, even though it's the same thing. It's the same thing with completely different results. And that is the, the thing about the order of ingredients or the way of doing it. That's really what we're talking about here, which is like that it's like, no, you don't want to beat it like that because or you can't, Put mayonnaise well, like in your when, meringue or it's just not going to do it. It won't you, be um, a meringue
1: anymore. When you tried to make that angel food cake that time... I don't think I tried. I think I just nailed it. I made but it. But she no. just slapped all those egg whites right in there and stirred I didn't, nobody, it up. Nobody... Nobody... I don't know why nobody intervened sooner she, it was in the because process. because mom was gone and you decided to make an angel I food cake. I picked a
0: recipe and yeah. mom said I could make it. But, but mom invested in that thing, which actually... This makes me feel old in so many ways. It was back before there was romaine lettuce in Moscow. Yeah, no, it was was a long time ago. And it called for orange zest. Oh, because it was an orange. Yeah. Angel food cake. Yeah. And mom bought me a spice jar of dried orange zest. Oh. Yeah. That's not a good idea. I mean, it's like, it was like sand in it. But it might have worked better if I'd known to beat the egg whites. Yeah, she didn't. But she made us a I nice followed, egg white cracker. I followed cracker. not the direct... Well, it was more of like a sort sponge, of sponge.
1: But of a, it was a cracker thick. It was like a short... It was sort
0: of gelatinous. It was, it was kind of like I made a kombucha scoby that was supposed to be a orange angel food cake. But I missed but I it. I that all missed. your
1: quantities were correct.
0: Yeah, but I missed entirely that there was a process that went with it. I yeah. just whizzed it up together probably with a wooden spoon, Threw put it in, in the pan, and baked it. Somewhere <laughs> around that same time, I, I somewhere around my kitchen proficiency level zero, I thought <laughs> I would make a snack that involved me tossing... This is weird. Why did I do this? I mean... Why was I free to do this? But I tossed Ritz crackers in oil and other things and then baked them.
1: But it I, sounds to me like the sort of recipe people would be passing around in the 80s.
0: Maybe, but I burned them so hard that they were like Oreos, <laughs> like they were Ritz because when you have oil and then you bake a cracker, it doesn't take long to make a Ritz cracker black totally black and I still gave one to dad and he ate it (laughs) (laughs) because he's godly I know but I actually remember the carnage of
1: seeing them all in the sink like (laughs) seeing all my black carrots crackers in the sink yeah but the thing the thing there is that you could have somebody turn out a beautiful angel food cake and somebody turn out a little egg white patty And it might have the exact same. No, and you can totally see people.
0: it. And if you compare this to homemaking, like practical Christian living, it compares very well because all the time people are saying, but we do devotionals. And I do, like, they're trying to tell you all the ingredients. We do spank our kids, and we we do make them do chores. And and I yell at them every day because I am so cheesed off at these children. And, you know, the reality is just that that the way you do the thing is oftentimes even more relevant yeah. than the thing that you're doing exactly. Yeah. And I would say that being annoyed at your kids is the way that you don't do it. It's the way that you
1: make everything you're trying to do
0: not fruitless. work. Completely
1: yeah. fruitless. I really totally think that because if you govern by annoyance you can force compliance for a certain amount of time Mm -hmm. and then you'll be like i don't know why they never come back to visit i don't know why they never want to talk i don't know why they're you know why am i not trusted by my children yeah why does
0: nobody want to hang out with me ever and
1: and you can say they were raised perfectly i made them behave they had to say yes ma'am
0: dad said that in the sermon recently just i think it was in the sermon I think, uh, we're just talking about somebody, if you snap at your kids at the dinner table because of their, like, bad manners at the dinner yeah, table. Yeah, right. And he's like, it's amazing how we just excuse ourselves. Like, it's good man it's bad manners for a kid to, like, reach across another kid. But good manners for dad to bark at everyone right. and be rude. Well... And all it does is show that you don't actually believe the what you're enforcing. Or, no.
1: You know? And so... I'm sure I've said this before, but Ben often talks about there's a huge difference between parenting and logistics.
0: Oh my word. Logistics
1: is actually relatively easy to solve. If you have a commanding personality, you can get all the kids with their hair combed to be at church on time, sitting still and quietly. And it's, that's logistics. That is logistics. And logistics are an important part of parenting because you, you do have to figure out how to get from point A to point B. But logistics... And you do need to do the laundry. And you do, yeah. you know... But logistics is not the same thing as parenting. And it's... I... This is actually a point upon which I feel
0: emotionally fragile sometimes. Because <laughs> speaking of things that affect me too greatly. Is that how often they're conflated. And sometimes this is because Christians... Uh, need you need both you want the method like you're like yes I understand the principle I want to know the method for getting this done but a lot of the time people are not even looking at the principle they only want people to give them the method they're like I don't care I don't care you know about
1: this I just want the um but it is like saying don't talk to me about beating the egg whites just tell me how many to put in and it's like yeah like
0: stop stop with this yeah and I and sometimes like as I think I told that story that the book that I can never finish reading yeah, it's right. all logistics it's not that I'm saying it's wrong to come up with a logistic because that is in fact my life work yeah, it's a I'm huge always part trying to come up question. with question. I am always in the process yeah. of trying to find a logistic yeah, that I can exactly. pull off but at the same time it's really more important that yeah. I know that I keep my eyes on the thing we're trying to produce than the, the methodology that I'm using. Yeah. Um, like, I, I think it's that willingness that you have to be flexible that something is not working yeah. to produce what you wanted it to produce.
1: Yeah. Because it is a lot more like an artistic endeavor, I think, where, um, you know, if you get a kit for putting together a model airplane and you just follow those instructions to the letter. Then that model airplane will look the same as the one on the front of the box. Like if you do every single thing right, yeah. it will look the same. But God didn't quite give us that. It's like you I'm have just not quite just not at all. But it's it's more like you're trying to make a sculpture and you've got this lump of clay and you're trying to make it look like a person you know, and and you have to keep standing back and looking at it and then compare it to what it's supposed to be. Uh And then, and then get in there and and change a little bit. And, you know, I was going to say sand, but you wouldn't do that with clay, but you know what I mean? Like you have to keep standing back and then squint and then, but let me look at it from this side and see if I think I need to actually change this a little bit over here. And the thing that you should be looking at the whole time is the word of God. I mean, Uh and Christ and how, When you look at your life, then look at
0: look whatever and and, like,
1: do I need to adjust something? It's weird because
0: whatever you do, whatever methodology you use, you could even, and this is why we keep saying about the ingredients. You could look at a family that turned out great results and get exactly what they did. And still have it not like it is so important that it's active obedience, submission to God's word, that you're trying to apply things, that you're walking in faith, that you're like, it's because it's actually a work that
1: we have to do. And it's also that God put each of us on our very own path of sanctification, which means if you're trying to uh, copy the sort of situation of your neighbor... Well, God has him on a very different path than you. And and so you're supposed to be faithful with the step that's immediately in front of you. Not the step you wish was immediately in front of you. Uh Or the step that was five steps ago. Um, You have to keep adjusting and course correcting. And you're never going to get there. You know, until glory. We're never going to be like, well, finish that. Got that done. Mm -hmm. But I do think... The, it's important to remember it is an artistic endeavor. It's not a kit that you're following the instructions. And you do want to be... But I want
0: to stop. When you say God's word, then I want to say... Which is... It's a, it's an artistic endeavor. And it does not allow for your sin as being... like. Because I want to say this because this is popular right now. That I see posts about. This is my daughter and she's a total fireball and I love it because she gets so angry and passionate about everything and like it's like embracing. Well, that's doing
1: a bad job on your artistic endeavor. I know
0: but uh, but I'm saying uh, when we say it's an artistic endeavor I'm saying we're not saying that that allows for you to be It's not artsy like whatever kind of a person you are with whatever temptations you have just given to those and see something beautiful
1: will happen. That's a different part of the metaphor, so don't go that way. What I'm saying is some people want the checklist. They want to say, promise me a perfect family where everybody can be happy. Now walk me through the instruction manual and I will do every single process and I'll get there. And I'm saying, no, it's more like God gives you a blank canvas, a palette, and says, here, paint that scene and that scene that yeah. you're supposed to be looking at and trying to copy is Christ. It's mm-hmm. God's word. And every time you look at your own life and you're like, oh, am I allowing temper tantrums in my children? I should, I should adjust I should that. should stop. Because that is doing a bad job on your artistic right. endeavor. You're putting something in the painting that isn't in the thing you're supposed to be copying. Right, right, right. So, yeah, no, I don't mean just like free No, so I bring that up because... I've been seeing that all
0: the time where people are talking about, it, like, like your kids... It's not wrong that virtues and vices are the same character traits all the time. But it is also... It's so weird when people talk about, like, I would never... Like, like that their kid's obvious failings are not failings. This is her strength. And the fact that she turns into a rage monster sometimes is... Just because she's passionate and she's going to make a difference in the world.
1: Yeah, but that would be like, God says, here, paint this landscape. And you're like, I think I'll put a cactus in. You know? It's like, no, that's not over there. It's not supposed to be there. Yeah,
0: but that's popular... I've seen that around enough right now that I'm like, just wanted to mention it as a thing to not think we're
1: saying it's artistic, like what, yes, we're not saying like, oh, be innovative with whatever. I'm saying it's artistic as opposed to, um, simple checklist. Rigid, yeah. Yeah. It's not like putting pegs in holes, like, oh... Let's do a light, bright picture
0: of our, right. you know, right. whatever. You can't follow the pattern in yeah, that way.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But there is a pattern, and you are supposed to be copying the pattern. Yeah. And you know? And the thing is, is that God is so faithful to not reveal, oh
0: man, sorry, all of our failings to us at once. Right. But to slowly reveal in our sanctification mm-hmm. how much we need to be... Changed and how much we need to be pursuing Him and how much we need to be forgiven and how much we're... Like, if you take a family, you're taking a lot of people who independently need to be slowly coming into their own understanding of their own sins and learning. Like, you have all these people who are sinners who need God. Right. And need Christ. And the way that we actually much of the way that we all grow God has given us the grace of other people that bump up against us yeah. that show us our sins that show us our failings. So for many of you women if you're like me, when I started having kids, I don't think that I like I don't think that I had a temper at all. Sure. Yeah. I don't think I had. I couldn't probably recall The last time that I had been pushed to the edge of wanting to snap at people. (laughs) You know, like really not. Even we had one baby and it was not, that did not get me there. No. no. And then multiple more babies later and all of a sudden I find that I might be the world's pettiest human. (laughs) Like it, it might be that yeah. I'm the worst. I mean yeah. like this is probably the least godly but, human that ever hit the runway. But the
1: thing is, <laughs> when you look at a field, it might look relatively smooth, and when you start plowing it, lo mm-hmm. and behold, rocks are plowed up. Yeah. And you got to pick those rocks and get rid of them. And then God well, will plow it again and the, more the, rocks the will facts, surface. But and this is always just so important is that
0: if you get in a situation where you are finding a lot of rocks or clunking into a lot of rocks this is not the situation's fault this is god's kindness to you that he is revealing parts of you that are not fruitful like things in you that should not be here and we are so tempted to be angry when that happens, instead of being thankful and yeah. and receiving it from the Lord. So, when that happened to me, when I first started thinking, yeah, I have zero godliness. <laughs> I, you know, yeah, none. And, and I think you factor in things like you're not getting a lot of sleep. You're yeah. like physically living a very different life. Yeah. And then you're not talking to adults all day. <laughs> and you feel frizzled in a way like I was far more physically tempted because you were in a physical situation to not be on your best, most collected self version, (laughs) you know, whatever. And all this is to say that it's so healthy to just lean into that and appreciate that God is refining you. I like appreciate that, God has no tolerance on this in me and I have to confess it and I have to mortify it and I have to fight it and I have to wake up in the morning when I didn't get enough sleep and the babies are teething and the toddlers are being naughty and (laughs) in that morning I have to wake up and gladly go out to do battle with my own flesh. Like this is not their fault. This is not... Like this is my sanctification that we're yep. here for right now. Like yeah. that's what we're doing. And theirs. And theirs. Except for but the first layer is mine. Always. Because if you leap to my job is to make them not provoke me, like this oh, yeah. like the fact that I'm being provoked is not the sin. Jesus because had all one kinds... or two things
1: to say about the beam that you might Oh need my to. word.
0: And the times that it would be easy to think that the fact that I was provoked meant they were in sin. Yeah. Was I, I wrote about this in Loving the Years. It's just it's a hundred percent what would happen is that and I, the, I can still get through this, but I like to say I have a callus here. It takes longer to upset me with this. <laughs> Some kid would come in and ask you for something, and you say no, and then the next kid comes in. And, yeah, right. And, and then it's the fifth child.
1: That Innocently comes asks. in
0: yeah. and all they did was what everyone else had done. <laughs> yeah. And yet you unload the whole truck on them. Yeah. Did yeah. you not know that I have, I mean, you're like ready yeah. to really give no. them the word of power. And, yeah. and you're like, but they did nothing. Like they're, that is the most inexcusable yeah. behavior yeah. as a parent. Yeah. Anyways, what I'm trying to say is don't be merciful to yourself in those. Like like, be like ah here I am for a spiritual battle. Like here right. I am to put this to death. Here I am. And the thing is is that that is so
1: fruitful. And if you don't indulge it in yourself then you definitely do not want to then turn around and indulge it in your children. No but you're also but you'll a be, thousand percent yeah. qualified to tell them no. Yeah. And, and it's important that you not say right I will Take any manner of provocation, I will. I will be zen. I will not no, get ruffled. No, because then ruffled. you're
0: just being disobedient. And then I'll way. just yeah,
1: I'll just let them all be little hell cats. And it's like no, no, your job no, is not to do that either.
0: No, and your point like it. That's the thing is, it's just these things all have to be done at the same yeah, time. Right? You have to confess your own sin. You have to be. Uh, like you have to get things right and you have to and you have to carry on and
1: enforce it sort of it like them. God is requiring you to juggle three balls uh-huh. and if you're like no no I will throw one up and down uh, very well I'm going to sit on these and I'll sit on the other yeah. two it's like actually no you're not allowed to let yourself have a meltdown and you're not allowed to ha- let them have a meltdown and you have to do both of those things there's you need no to keep opting them both going. out of this yeah. job they both have to be done
0: I would say we've said in here a lot of times about you can get it right as fast as you can get it wrong and that okay. you should get it right as soon as you know you got it wrong yeah so the moment that you notice yourself losing your tune and getting snippy with people get it right yeah. right then because yeah. this is where many people make a lot more work for themselves yes because you're like there's a lot of ways that this goes. Number one, if you confess it right away, he is faithful and just to forgive us. And, and that kindness and that mercy of God is also that he helps pull you out of what dark deeds you're doing when your children are there. Like, and you need to get things right with your children and confessing your sin is, is a, like, it's really an important thing. You do it quickly. You get it right. Well, if you just decided, well, now I've messed up this evening, so I'm going to be yeah. a snort toot for the rest yeah. of the evening, and then I'll feel really guilty yeah. after the kids are asleep, yeah. and then it will turn into a whole big thing. Yeah. So on the one hand, it just makes a way bigger mess. You have a lot more to clean up. You've actually yeah. done damage. Like, you've actually yeah. messed up several hours yeah. of your kids' lives with you being a big sinner when you could have yeah.
1: given them a joy well, of the Lord Mother. really... I think that in some places we instinctively do this and other places we don't. Like, you know how you, if you are on a diet, let's say, and you eat the Oreo, you can feel like, oh, I've screwed it up now. I'll just eat eight, you know, like I feel like that is a weird impulse that we have. But nobody, when they accidentally spill the milk on the middle of the kitchen floor, it's kind of like, why not throw the pepper in it? That's you know, because, it's because it's like, I'll just, I'll just get some syrup. That's because the, on only, the only
0: way that we do that is when we are breaking Indulging into self-indulgence. Ourselves. Yeah. But yeah. when we recognize that this is not going to help us and we fight it, what's amazing is that you develop way better, way better ability to recognize it, cut it off, yeah. confess it, get it right. Immediately, you do not get into such a big muddle yeah. because you tune up your ability to recognize the sin and your when instincts. it's little enough yeah. to deal with it quickly and mm-hmm. entirely. Yeah. Like, to be yeah. like, all right, yeah, that was a bad tone of voice because I was feeling sorry for myself. Forgive yeah. me right. for that petty behavior,
1: kids. Like, right. forgive me for that. And just take a second, step into the bathroom pray a prayer of repentance get your heart squared away and get back out there and do the job like it really doesn't have to be right. A, a, the agony and the ecstasy all afternoon you know? but it is amazing how much but, and this is another thing that if you're not used to
0: confessing your sins and getting it right with God and getting the grace from God Christian women have an ability that is probably I don't know if it's unique in the world I have no experience with being a non-Christian woman and trying this. Um, <laughs> but thinking I'm having a really bad day and it's actually my husband's job to fix it. Oh,
1: sure. That
0: I'm just going to carry on right. having a big time. Yeah. And because the only thing that can fix this is if someone comes home and gives me my time and my space yeah. and my... Um, mm-hmm.
1: No, it's amazing how easily you can diagnose the checklist of things someone else ought to do in order to fix your heart uh-huh. but that energy would be much better spent on you making your own checklist of how you could fix your own heart I've done that a lot of
0: times to, to my children. Be like,
1: how about I take care of my sin, ask God to forgive me, read a psalm and then move on. That's the thing that I always we joke about in our house and people are like, it just doesn't help me that
0: people were laughing that I was being angry. I'm mm-hmm. like, well If you are the expert on how to stop you being angry, then take it in hand before we have a chance to laugh at you. Like, you might not like how other people handled it, but then again, if you know the route, do it yourself. You can't wait on us to follow through. Because what are we but a bunch of dummy dum-dums who don't know how to handle it? Like, you got the news. You know how to handle it. You do it. It's kind of, that's a thing, that's like a, that's the thing that everybody needs to think of more often before they write a, why you should never bring a casserole to someone who lost who a loved one. Who is grieving. Drink. Yeah, yeah. you're like, um, before you write that, if you, you know, like just... Why don't you turn some of your expertise towards how to handle people who don't know how to handle your grief well? Like, why don't you just use your incredible human insights to just give a little in other directions? Yes. It's amazing. That is a really interesting, like, human phenomenon that's like, no. Because you don't understand. People who are suffering from loved ones with Tourette's (laughs) have a really exclusive way that they have to be handled and it's not like you know it's like this incredible incredible (laughs) yeah specialty situation (laughs) that's like let me write it all out for you you
1: know let me yeah yeah Yeah. exactly oh my word so to sum Mm. up then how to lead with joy stay in fellowship Stay joyful. Stay in fellowship with God and repent of the dang things that we all do all the time. That get you out of it. And then call your children to come with you. To, like, get over here. It's way better, you guys. Right. And repentance. And that's the thing is that I was trying to...
0: I mean, you were, like, wanting to express this. That leading with joy does not mean always telling jokes or only being, like... Joy is fellowship with God. Yeah. Or
1: only praising your children. Never bringing Never any, doing no. any commentary
0: on the way that they're not keeping their room clean or something. No, no. I mean, we all the time, I'm like, all right, let's talk about this. Where are our pitfalls? Because it's time that we need to do better at this. You yeah. know, like, how do we work on you not struggling with this for the rest of your life? Like, how can right. we overcome this or whatever? But, and it's not like I would lead into that kind of conversation with um, bah, ha, 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 ha. Right. but it was more like you would just say, "Okay, let's talk about this. Yeah. you're not also going. you've disappointed me,
1: right. I right. wanted you to, and, and it is true that God has commands for us, and He expects obedience from us, and similarly, we should have our children who have to obey, and they have to there should be expectations for behavior. And all of that. Maybe we But just... when God asks us to obey, he's calling us into joy and rest. and Exactly. Well, like, peace, patience, kindness, in fact. Well, it's that not will into... show me the path of life in thy presence is yeah. fullness of joy. Like, obedience is joy. Right. It's not like I'm calling you over here so we can all be stern together. It's like that is not what the fruit of the Spirit no. looks like. And I do think people get a really funny wrong end of the stick. It's what I mean about the Calvinist who is like, and that's why no Arminian goes to heaven. Like, and it's like, if you actually understood Calvinism, what you would see about it is that it turns out that it's up to God not yeah. you and your strict little... Right, and that's the same thing with... If you understood, like, the
0: fact that people think joy equals not enforcing a standard yeah. means that we do not understand on a fundamental level that God requires our obedience and that our obedience to God is life. like yeah. that. And we have denied that, like, that We we act like God is only... Like, obedience to God is all discipline. Yeah. And so, consequently consequently when I'm trying to lead my children to the path of righteousness all I do is make stern face yeah Yeah. instead of uh, what's actually happening which is obedience to God is life itself it is life it's joy it's All kinds of beautiful things. And so when we're calling our kids to obedience, it's with that assumption that them honoring us and obeying us is learning to honor God and
1: follow God. And that this is a life of obedience and joy that we're calling them to. You're calling them to the beauty of holiness not right. to the little pea gravel patch of holy
0: yes earth. not to your there's the one bad thing you're allowed to do is sit here and not <laughs> rumple up the couch cushions <laughs> like you're not the like, kind of kid that is allowed to I mean there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of ways that I think we are not intuitively like God where we do not <laughs> naturally see the ways that God loves us and we yeah. don't consequently bestow it to our children right. But that's why, back to your comment, that's why you need to read your Bible. You need to be
1: in the Word. Exactly.
0: All right, well, do you have any hot tips? Yeah,
1: I was going to ask you that question.
0: I have a hot tip. What is it? Big tip. If you have a world market near you. Oh, what is it? Their tea, Sip and Be Merry. Okay. It's a... Well, it's not theirs. It's at other places. Sure. I don't know where else it is. I bought yeah. it at World Market. It's the Republic of Tea. Yeah. It's a sip and be merry. It's like cardamom. It's black tea, like vanilla, caramel, and cardamom or something Ooh. in it. Yeah. Okay. And it reminded me of my holiday tip. I, okay. I like tea, but I like it. I'm picky about it. Like there's tea okay. that I just can't partake of with joy. Okay. Okay. Berry zingers.
1: No. Are
0: not good. <laughs> and I actually love berries and that's probably why I'm really put off by a berry zinger. But the um it's actually a really good holiday thing to have a tea that satisfies your sort of sweet. It's it's not I don't sweeten it. It's just plain. But because of the vanilla flavor and mm-hmm. everything, it feels like you are mm. like it has that I had a sweet treat okay, feeling yeah. to it oh nice if you like me are not on the quest to gain 25 pounds oh, this right. holiday season i mean i'm yeah. i'm thinking i'd like to limit it to i'd like to like go seven 20, or eight yeah, 20 yeah. 19, that's
1: what i'm hoping for <laughs> sort of new
0: heights but it is the season where i live a big life in the kitchen so yeah. like there's will be a lot of events and things yeah. and whatever and it is a good it's just a good other option to have a tea to drink in the Mm -hmm. afternoon. Like when you start to feel like maybe I would eat something else that I wish I wasn't eating. So
1: I do have a tip. Okay. It's not a tip. It's more like I'm excited about this. So, and I don't remember if I told you, did I tell you that I'm having the dish towels all made? Uh, I showed you those. I saw them. Yes. Yeah. No, they're like, we made a bunch of them, and they're supposed to ah, ship fun. tomorrow, I think. Super and Okay, fun. so you guys, I have been on this dish towel quest. I think we've talked about this before, and I have had samples made that were not good, and Rachel can testify that they were not. Yeah, they no. were the wrong. They were, like, not absorbent. They were the wrong size, and the edges curled when you put them in the dryer, and they faded. But I found the most magical. So they are weaving the fabric for me. It is the best thing ever. It is completely. They are absorbent. They hold their color. I did two different designs. They are so fun. And I have been using them in my kitchen. And I hate it when they're in the wash. Because it's like they are my favorite ones. Oh, that's so fun. And they don't curl up. They wash really nicely. And um, I had them weave bird's eye weave so it's basically like what they would make a cloth diaper out of so it is absorbent and soft at the same mm-hmm. time anyways you guys i think that they're going to be here in the next couple of weeks where and i you do not where can know people buy them can- from canons Cannon. yes, yes. so fine. i don't know i cannot promise that they would be available to get to people by christmas but it's possible. I am super excited about this because That'll be really fun. I've done everything, like I have soaked them in OxyClean for twenty four hours and then washed them, and then you know, like I, I've, yeah, I've beaten, I have beaten them up, and I am just being That's really pleased with them. And so I kind of want to have a bunch for myself in the kitchen. So I'll just, I'll keep you apprised when Sounds you can super buy fun. it from Canon. All right, all oh, right,
0: party, hearty. Ladies of the podcast, we will talk to you another day. Bye-bye.